105. Hey. Hey. This is a very special podcast uh, that helps you out for the 50K voices, vacation voices, Mm -hmm. because this has got all the incorrect answers if you haven't been listening. Mm -hmm. Um, Abby's picked all five. You need to tell us who they are in the correct order to win the moolah. This is it. B105. K fly. Away. Do you want an extra clue here? Or is he going to freak out? Jack's going to... No. No clue. No clue. No. No. Uh, I admire them all. Mm -hmm. And number one has been identified, Kelly Clarkson, because I love listening to her music, breakup songs. What I realised is because we've said that these are people you admire, it really gives a sense of what people think about you when they start listing off people that you admire. Mm. I know. Because Anthony Albanese's in there. (laughs) Yes. Um, Shannon Noel, I get that. He's pretty cool. Matt Damon. Yeah, I love Matt Damon. Britney Spears. Yeah, you know what? Probably don't admire her, if I'm being honest. Right. No, but she fascinates you. Fascinates you, yeah. But these people I kind of feel like I actually admire. Right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll say that. These are people that I do admire. All right. They've been like top of their game. Mm. Uh, Do we list every single one of them right now? I believe so. We've already had a lot of them, haven't we? Katy Perry, Ariana Grande, Ryan Gosling, Taylor Swift, Hugh Jackman, Beyonce, Kim Kardashian, Anthony Albanese, Chris Hemsworth, Post Malone, Jason Deluro, Pink, Snoop Dogg, Lizzo, Matt Damon, Rita Ora, Ricky Lee, Shannon Noll, Osher Ginsburg, Mariah Carey, Husey, Leo? Who's J-Lo. J-Lo. It's just the, just the, L, the L and the, the J look yeah. like they're touching. Yeah. That's like when that cake that's on the internet where they say happy birthday, Clint, mm. but the L is joined to the I. Uh-huh. <laughs> so unfortunate. Luke Combs, Guy <laughs> Sebastian, Jessica Malboy and Mel Gibson. Russell Crowe was also guest today as well. Yes, and Olivia Rodrigo and Sam Kerr were mm-hmm. also guest by Cam Rayner and we eliminated those. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Leighton mm. Hewitt. Leighton Hewitt. Voice number five. Because we did grow up in Adelaide in similar sort of circles. Mm. He hit on you. Well, it was sort of a messy night. And then he was dating my friend. So it was a bit weird. And then my friend was like at the nightclub when he was on the big screen at a club because he was playing that top match. Was it Australian Open? Whichever Mm. one he was doing. But we were out partying and... Yeah, that didn't last long after that. And then he started dating the other tennis player. But I just think he's an amazing tennis player. He was actually a good AFL player as well. He was going to go into AFL, but then Mm. he had to pick. He's like your son. Which one he uh, wanted to do. Mm. But I just think I admire him so much for his ability to play. And everyone always talks about, you know, tennis players need to be so tall. And he just wasn't. But his ability to run on on the court Mm. is just unbelievable. Mm. And the positioning of the ball as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. What? Just he hit on you and you knocked him back. No, well, then it you, wasn't, it then wasn't you went like to, a... You went to audition for Home and Away and Beck Hewitt got that role. That's true. <laughs> you were in a... You were in a and now you're trying Hallelujah. to make your son Leighton Hewitt because he's the one that got away. You not walk through that yeah. frigging door and uh-huh. kept sliding open. Yeah. I know. And I, keep, I keep telling the story. I, he hit on me. No, I was like, Leighton, take me, please. It was... But in my mind, it was mm. the other way around. And he's like, no, but get, uh, who is she? Get that girl kicked out. So, yeah, no. I, I actually auditioned for the Beck Hewitt replacement because she left the show to marry mm. him. So I didn't even audition for her role before. Oh. It was a replacement. So sloppy seconds. So sloppy seconds. <laughs> and I didn't even get sloppy seconds. What does that make you? It makes you re- the rejected sloppy seconds. <laughs> 
Wow, oh, we've, we've really, all been there. really done wonders for your we've self-esteem going into there. the weekend, haven't we? <laughs> I have rejected sloppy seconds. Stop saying it. At least you're in the mix. <laughs> That's true. Like, We're not no, even anywhere I'm not. close. I'm not yeah. in the mix. I threw mm. myself in the mix and I was rejected from the mix. Mm. You have to be invited to go in the mix. Mm. I wasn't. I was like, over here. Me? No. No worries. No, yeah. Well, welcome to our world. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I can tell you that I have not trying to throw myself on any of the other voices. Right. That's a clue. Okay. That's a clue. Because <laughs> I've thrown myself on so many in there. That, that eliminates a say, lot of people. Oh, it'll go yeah. off Monday. <laughs> <laughs> have a good weekend, guys. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Get in contact with us anytime. If you want to have a chat, uh, you know, number 131060. Simply get on the blower. There is a bloke named Troy. Who would like to join us this morning? Good morning. How are you all? We are good, mate. What's going on? Oh, I just wanted to uh, announce that uh, we're doing a Legends, an NRL Legends charity game um, on the 14th of October at KO Stadium for the Carl Webb Foundation and the Huntington's uh, Foundation. It's uh, We've got some great players who are participating in it, and Greg Inglis, um, mm-hmm. Brad Thorne, mm-hmm. and uh, Lottie Takuri, Petro, and we've also got a few other athletes like Chris Lynn, the Australian cricketer, and mixed martial artist Mark Hunt participating in this event. Wow, epic. So all, all the uh, the old school players from back in the day strapping the boots back on. Absolutely. We've got about 30 uh, ex-former NRL players, a few current uh, players as well, like Josh McGuire and Benny Barber, who will be playing oh, um, for this How great good. cause. How so the, the Carl Webb Foundation is for motor neuron disease? That's correct, yes. Yep. Uh, Carl, a former teammate of mine, is um, going through uh, motor neurons and uh, the rugby league community has come together um, to put on this great event at uh, KO Stadium on the 14th of October. And we actually thought, um, Stab, with your time doing the fight for a cause, we thought we'd throw the challenge out to you if you'd be interested in uh, participating and playing <laughs> on this uh, greater day. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously you've uh, Googled me and seen my illustrious NRL career. You know I've never played, right, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I also know with the uh, charity boxing event that you did last year, the fight for a cause, your, uh, your enthusiasm and your commitment was outstanding. So I thought... I throw the challenge out to your staff if you'd love to uh, participate in this event. Now, Troy, um, I, I think that that's a, that amazing offer. Um, it, it's not. But no, no, no. I'm going to have to step in there and say, um, as Mama Bear, <laughs> so just the list you went through. Um, Lottie Dakiri's not real big though. He's quite. Uh, Siren Seaver is uh, probably my main concern like they there. Were, they bit. were big names. I mean, they still are big names and they played. I mean, it's not true that he hasn't played. Stav does brag about his day at Cav Road. I mean, when he could get the oval of the every, actual professional players that every lunchtime, every, every lunchtime, you play we played. Every lunchtime. We did. It was like a, it was a tradition. Every lunchtime we played and we played hard. Yeah, I'm oh. good to go. I, in fact, if anything, I'm going to do it to prove you wrong. <laughs> so. I think oh. that's a. Um, have you had any uh, like uh, fitness concerns about any of the players that you were asking? Um, only the only fitness concerns I had when I was asking them for their clothes sizes. Um, <laughs> there's going to be some very good advertising uh, for the foundation. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it? You know, like, and it's it's when you're a football a player athlete, and yeah. an athlete, you can eat. Like massively because you're training and stuff all the time. So some of those boys, um, you know, they don't look the way they used to back in the day, mm. which I is mean, good for you, Steph. Yeah. I mean, everyone's coming together, and it is amazing disease. Would you, uh, amazing foundation, I guess, to to raise money for this disease? Would you consider it, Steph? I would consider it. Have you? 
Mm. Mm. I do mean, you have to ask Kat? Uh, do you know the rules? <laughs> Jesus. The, the names that you've mentioned, and, and these are the boys I used to watch growing up, so to be yeah, on the field with them. you can't fanboy on the field, mate. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to pass it to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, Ben Barber just tackled me. Yeah. Can I get a selfie? <laughs> or, no, look, you've got to go the other way. I just scored a try against oh, these no, former you no, come league on. greats. No, I back All you, right. brother. That, that's the guy. You backed him I, so for I the fight, too. Yes. I've got to be realistic with this. Yeah, you know, I was very upset. I actually moved away from the table for the fight because I wanted to be over on Stab's in Stab's and corner. I will say in my defence, and Troy might be able to back me up here, if it hadn't have been called for blood, I had him in the third round. I just never got to the third round. Oh, look, I supported you, but I'm not going <laughs> to agree. Thank you, Troy. Thank you. Well, well, with this, Stab, with Mark Hunt, the uh, mixed martial artist playing, mm. you could probably play the league and have a fight all in the one <laughs> That's event. That's true. <laughs> this yep. is going to be a big game. It's going to be huge. It's, with this, the, the amount of people that have put their hand up for it, it's going to be extraordinary. Oh, absolutely, especially where they've got a couple. It's not just rugby league. We've got a couple of the All Blacks, uh, Brad Thorne and uh, Perry Weepu, who captain the All Blacks, who we're bringing over from New Zealand to participate. Wow. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be for a great cause. And I know Carl in particular, uh, with the names that uh, we told him who were playing, hmm. he was uh, he was very proud and uh, and honoured about the support that he was getting from the rugby league community. Oh, I didn't even know he'd heard of me. No, you know, he didn't say you. He didn't say... Um, have tickets gone on sale? Yes, they will be going on sale with Ticketek. Okay. And uh, there will be a school game prior to the game at one thirty. The, the lead up. Oh, like is that the, the one? The <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smash him. <laughs> I think they call that the little league, don't they? <laughs> All right. Um, do you do you need time to consult I think your he wife? Needs time, yes. Okay. It's an amazing offer, Troy, and it's apparently I need time, Troy. So I'll, I'll, no, no, I'll have my a, people call your you, people. What do you make a call then? No, I, well, I should probably ask my wife. That's how most That's league players call. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think you'll find that is how it works. Yeah, Siri did when they. No, no, no. When the contract offers come up, yeah. I'm sure they go. Here's all the millions of dollars. They go. I am mm. actually going to have to check with my wife mm. whether she will want to live. Billy there. Slater yeah. has the same thing when he calls about state of origin. They mm. go, Wait a minute, you want yeah. me to play? Let me just. Ask my wife. Ask my wife. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to, do what? Do you, how long do you want to think about? Uh, day. I don't know. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. Twenty four hours. When the time starts now, <laughs> I'm like All I right. feel like Jack Power. Troy, um, I guess <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll call you back. We'll have to chat to um, his wife and get the okay. Like yeah. you know, like you, you understand that, surely, Troy. Absolutely, totally understand, and and I know that uh, the boys uh, like Lottie and uh, Josh Hoffman and all that will be excited to see the opposition uh, player will be stabbed. <laughs> I back you, bro. I'm there I back with you. you. I backed you before he backed you. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> uh, I've been there since the start. Okay. I was all here right. first. All right, let's not make this about us. <laughs> we always do. You were here first, but yeah. I said I back you first. Yeah, all right. All right. I've never backed you. Right. No, you never no. have. <laughs> no. That's what's got me through most times, to be fair. But if you do get wheeled away in an ambulance, yeah. I am going to turn to your wife and say, I, t- I knew he shouldn't have done it. I tried to talk him out. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Oh, mate, I don't pick them. Uh-huh. I just play them. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Stab had an offer, which is an amazing offer because they're doing a charity football match, uh-huh. NRL, um, and it's to raise money for the Carl Webb Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, extraordinary foundation. Mm-hmm. Have a listen to the lineup, though. Troy called through with the challenge. 
It's uh, we've got some great players who are participating in, in Greg Inglis, uh, Brad Thorne, mm-hmm. and uh, Lottie Takuri, Petro, and we've also got a few other athletes like Chris Lynn, the Australian cricketer, and mixed martial artist Mark Hunt participating in this event. And we actually thought, um, Stab, with your time doing the fight for a cause, we thought we'd throw the challenge out to you if you'd be interested in uh, participating and playing (laughs) on this uh, greater day. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously you've uh, Googled me and seen my illustrious NRL career. You know I've never played, right, Troy? (laughs) I, I think it's an amazing, but it's just when you hear that lineup, it's mm. you've got ex football stars, mm. current top athletes, and a comedian. That's that's a fine way to put it. Between the um the lot of them, the players, they've had six thousand hours of playing experience. And you used to play what for forty minutes at Cav Road well, High School? We'd have a stop halfway through. We're tired. <laughs> and it was after you eat a lunch. <laughs> the way to put, I reckon, the way you could put yourself on there, there was new emerging talent. Yes. See, they might have had 6,000 hours. Mm. You've got fresh legs. That's a very good point. It's all mindset, brother. Mindset. Did you ever think it could be possible to have a career as a footballer? I didn't even want one. No. <laughs> How many contracts did you knock back? Oh, like, oh stop it. Just the, yeah, go, I've told you, you before, I'm focusing on my music. In your group of friends? No, by a country mind. Okay, well, I think, no, I think it's I a great... I was the most dedicated. And that's all you need, really, because mm. you just need to raise money for the cause. And I think mm. it's fabulous that you're thinking about it. You said that you, you we, we encourage you to think about it mm-hmm. and just have a chat with your wife and come back and tell us Monday yeah. what your answer is. Yes. Well, no I think, pressure. I think it would be good to do a charity match where afterwards you would need to do a charity match for me. Well, funny yes. you say that. Funny you say that. Are your insurance is up to date, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Kevin Hart, he um, he's a top comedian, mm-hmm. like you. Okay. Um, and he's just had a bit of a warning because he thought that he was going to be a hero and race an athlete, a former athlete in running. Mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. turn well for him, though. Ladies and gentlemen, the age 40 is real. To all my men, women out there that are 40 years old and above, uh, it's not a game. Respect that age. Respect that age, or that age will will make you respect it. I was just forced to respect it. Um, this is just a public service announcement because I know people may see me out, and I, I don't want you to be alarmed, but I'm in a wheelchair. Yeah. I'm in a wheelchair. Why? Well, because I tried to jump out there and do some young stuff, some young man stuff, and I was told to sit my ass down. I tore my lower abdomen. I, my abductors are torn. I don't even know what that is, but I tore them. I tore those two. I can't walk. This is 44. What was I thinking, son? Hmm. How old are you? 45. <laughs> oh, okay, you're sweet then. <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh, look, um, what, this is one of the things that I'm considering it for because it is one of those, as we saw with Matthew, when he uh, went and took the field and broke his ankle. It's one of the ones where you can't mitigate out all of the risk entirely. You mm-hmm. fall bad, head clash, concussion, breaking up. It is possible. But it's also... Look at the names. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing that not many people would get to play with these people. And some of them are my legitimate heroes that I used to watch growing up. Yeah, and I think you should just say that and just go, hey, guys, just remember what this game is for and just go easy. Yeah, that'd work. Have you been in the locker room? Have you? No. Would it work? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming. From what I've seen on TV, I don't think that would work. Not everything is a Ted Lasso. <laughs> Situation. Oh, no, that's true. Oh, you've got your Ted Lasso shirt on today. Be a goldfish. Yes, be a goldfish. So what were we talking about? I mean, the other the other thing to consider <laughs> is maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, 
like, you could be the star. You'll get there and you'll be thinking, oh, this is all serious. But you might get in there. There might be smacking tins and eating meat pies and just be like, let's have a laugh. I could score a length of the field try and be a hero. No doubt. You know? Oh, an intercept you know would be sick, wouldn't it? I have my Al Bundy story that I could retire on. You yes. know? Yeah. Would, intercept if, would be amazing. If you did like score I did a try. When we went camping, remember? I remember. It was a good, good intercept. Mm. Um if you do score, mm, right, mm. I reckon just get out on the high. Be like, all right, I'm done. I'm like, like get off do, the field. Do the Forrest Gump, just keep running. <laughs> yeah, like it's the, it's the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to have a celebration or dance though, when you do that. Do you? Th- is that really? Yeah. Okay. Or like you've got to point out the crowd something. Would um, you, would you what do position it? would he play? I reckon I might be wing. Uh, yeah, wingers are pretty fast. Mm. you got a bit of speed on you. Yeah, I'd put you in the back line, centers. Mm. Definitely not the wing. forwards, obviously. Um, uh, but they might throw me up there for a bit of fun hoo-ha. No, not mm. in the forwards. Mm. Um, like, what would Chris Lynn? He'd play a similar position to you, similar. similar I don't know. Is he physique? A, is he? A, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, faster. You'll have to point him out. <laughs> fullback? Um, Put you back at fullback. Yeah, but I don't want that pressure, mate. You know? I, I mean, you are out of the action a bit, but you've also got to take all the high balls. Oh, no, you're not out of the action. You're, you're in mm. it. Mm. Yeah. And you're the yeah. one who's got to make the tackles if, if they get through. If they get through, you're you got to do some training if you're going to be serious about it. Mm. Nah, mm. wing it. Wing it. <laughs> That's why they put me on the wing. Yeah. I'm not laughing. Would you do it? Oh, yeah, with those players. With those players? For sure. Yeah. What a great story to tell people. You know? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Lottie Takiri. Yeah, you have to spot numbers, you know? <laughs> no, don't say that. And Barbara gave me the black eye. Don't say things like that. You know? Hey, yeah. hey mate, yeah. who could say at a pub, who mm. gave you that black eye? And you go, oh, one of the greatest rugby league players ever. Yeah. You know? That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably a lot of people who've no. gotten, <laughs> said the wrong thing <laughs> for a couple of years. Yeah. That'd be probably more like, that. who gave you that black guy? Can you mush my food up a bit more? <laughs> Find out Monday if Kat, Stav's wife, will approve. Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. They always say that dogs are pack animals, right? Mm-hmm. And they like being part of a pack and they like having someone tell them what to do so they sort of know Mm -hmm. and I was uh, recently speaking to a dog trainer and they used to do police dogging and they're like the the worst you could do to a dog is treat them like a human 100% because they like to have they know what is expected of them and when people sort of give them human emotions or human characteristics and treat them like a human then they're very confused and Mm -hmm. then they turn around and go oh my god the dog's got anxiety anxiety. yeah so it's never the dog it's the human Mm -hmm. that's what I'm learning so stop putting your puppies in prams Yes. Or dressing them up, unless you really like it. And you don't mind having an anxiety dog. Ash is not here. Ash's dog has more clothes than I have. (laughs) Every time she brings that dog in here, it's got a new themed outfit. And the dog does not like you guys. But that's, I think, with the history, because it wasn't really treated well. It was a rescue dog. It's sexist. Uh, But last night, um, my my, my dad, um, sorry, my dad. Ooh, Freudian slip. No, that's not Freudian slip. My husband. Who's dad to my kids? What she meant was her daddy. Please <laughs> don't do that's that. Worse. We're talking about that. My worse. daddy. It's, it's, apparently, that is a real fetish. That it is. It's it is. not. It is. It is it, guys. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. Yeah. Just I want to make it clear too. If you call your wife mummy, it doesn't go down <laughs> the same way. <laughs> Who knows what mm. you're into? But this is about the dog because my husband, dad to my kids, made a comment that he thinks. <laughs> come on, he thinks that our yeah. dog. Has a hearing problem. Oh. That's... And I was like, oh, no. No, he doesn't because he can hear a possum miles away. Right. He does not have a hearing problem. Mm. But my eldest son and I took our dog to the dog training. Mm. We went along. I will walk the dog. My eldest son will always feed the dog. Mm-hmm. And I think my dog is aware 
of who is the leader in the household. He's worked out the positioning. And mm. it's only just occurred to my husband of who is in control of the house. Mm. Because <laughs> the dog was like miles up the corridor asleep. And he goes, I think he's got a hearing problem or he's just, he's not listening to me. I said, what do you mean? He goes, he calls me and I'm like, I call him. I got to go, zoo, zoo, zoo. And he just doesn't even come to me. Doesn't even look at me. It's just weird. And I was like, mm. okay. And I was like, I, I don't think it's a hearing problem. I went, Zeus. And he ran up. And then I just go like this, put my fist out like that. And mm. he sits because that's his sit command that we've done. Okay. Where Scotty's like trying 10 times to get him to do it. And I'm like, you need to, you need to be more consistent. Mm. And as you pointed out, he just, Scotty likes to put in little effort and wants all the attention mm. and love. Yeah, that's not how dogs work. So it's, it's, not, it's not that the dog can't hear him, it just doesn't respect him. Yeah, he's lower than him on the totem. Mm. So he's like, I'm not coming to you, mate. you come mm. to me. I was like, it's selective listening. And how does it feel <laughs> to be on the receiving end? <laughs> Do you have a hearing problem, Scotty? <laughs> Watch this. Scott, come here. Scott, come here. Scott, no, come I'm, here. I'm pretty sure if you go, Scotty, come here. Then he then he comes running, doesn't he? Oh, he's daddy, just, it's the way you say stop. it. Hey, daddy. All right, we're putting it. No, that's no. That's no a veto. More, no more, okay? Mm-hmm. okay. Oh, that, oh, yeah, that's gonna daddy. That's gonna stop us. She says no more, daddy. It's because we're talking about a situation with daddy com. I didn't know that was so. That's what we were looking into. Who was? We were. Were we? Daddy Trat Chat Tuesday. <laughs> Daddy Chat Do you remember Tuesday. talking about that? It was the um, actor, the Australian actor, who mm, uh, his yeah. text had been exposed and he has a daddy And we didn't know fetish. that that was a thing, mm, so that's yeah, why we were exactly. looking into that. Mm. I should explain it. But no, it's just, it, I just don't <laughs> think, I'm trying to build the relationship between my dog and my husband by mm. saying, you've got to be in control. But, he, but he's got to want to do that, though. The yep. dog or Scott? Zeus, 100%. <laughs> Is that how the dog doesn't Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, Brisbane. It's Cam Rainer here. to the end of the season. It's so exciting to see the Brisbane Lions number two on the ladder and tomorrow night they do take on St Kilda at the Gabba. Kickoff is at 4.35pm. <laughs> Don't be late. And our favourite Cam Rayner joins us. Morning Cam. Good morning guys. How are we going? We are good. Should we, we, should we address the uh, the top off situation um, from last <laughs> week? Are we, go, are we going this... skins v shirts this week, Cam? <laughs> Mate, what? it's been hard to put a t-shirt on him around the club this week, so he's been laughing it up. No, don't you start with that with me, Cam, because I have to say there's two very different bru- uh, views on this, because I posted a video on my Instagram of um, to Nelly, take off all your clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to say the amount of comments I got from women going, well, now I'm into football, or this is amazing, or I've watched it in repeat, about Robinson's uh, top coming off. Mm. But all the guys are like, oh, he was flexing on the big screen. Oh, he knew that it was off. <laughs> How much has he got grief around the club from it? That, to be honest, it's actually, it hasn't been too bad. Like, if people are in the same situation, I feel like they do the same thing. Like, you're not going to try and pump your guts out when... <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, and uh, he was on our podcast during the week and said he looked up the screen a couple of times, which I thought was pretty funny. But no, that's um, how he was flexing. <laughs> um, oh, he's, he's got a lot of messages and um, a lot of interesting um, requests in his Instagram <laughs> I've seen over the last couple of days. Yeah, right. We got so many different, uh, so many uh, new, new followers, followers from it. Eleven thousand yeah. up to fifty-three point two thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's gone through the roof. So yeah. you can imagine. Um, 
I won't I won't mention them, but you can imagine some of the messages that are coming through. Yeah. yeah. So so it's going to be shorts this week, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's Westkids versus Secure this week, I think. I, I would have just loved to have seen him do that thing. You know, even for for guys where they get when you get caught naked, if someone walks in on you, you mm. still like cover yourself like like you're a woman. <laughs> you know, you're like oh my boobies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like maybe standing there. Oh, that would be funny. Oh, uh, how good! I mean, it felt like to me the trainers were pretty slow to bring out. A new jersey as well. Like when you saw the guy they on, had the side, it on the sideline, but, yeah, but but he was just walking around like but play wasn't dirty, dirty, dirty. Yeah, but he well, le- looked busy. You know, like look like problem look, was, with intent. I think the problem was his GPS was still in his old jumper. Oh, so they were fiddling around to try and get his GPS there in. But then go. the people on the bench were going like, "Don't worry about the bloody GPS. Yeah. Just get his jumper out there." <laughs> <laughs> are they are they super expensive? Because you see that when well, the, when the players no 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 when the players give away their jerseys, you always see a trainer like just oh, yeah. bolt over and quickly mm. rip it out. Yeah, I'd say it's some pretty high tech stuff. They're pretty um. Pretty like looked after as well at the club, like taken mm. out straight away after every session, put back into a little charging spot. So, yeah. um, and also they they threw one a couple of years ago, so that shows um, how he's going. <laughs> but they'd want um they'd want the information from it from the the game as well, I imagine too. Like they'd want to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's that pretty much um, looks into all our training we do for the week and mm. how much we run throughout the week. So it's all obviously super important. How many Ks do you do during the week? Or do you know how many um, Ks you do during a game? Because Matty did come for his uh, game and he did love it, but it's like it's a long duration. And I think obviously you guys on the pitch are fit, um, but he had to be fit with the beers as well. That was a bit of a different experience (laughs) for him. (laughs) That's like, it's a bit similar to us. We're game fit during the season and beer fit in the off season. um, The overtime uh, killed me, Cam. I was like, it wasn't overtime. I was like, how long is this quarter going to go for? I've I've had 17 beers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for K's, I think it's usually around probably 14 to 15 K's game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, in the um, off season, when you probably look, oh, sorry, pre-season, you're probably looking at 35 to 40 K weeks. Right. Um, during the season, the training's not too bad because it's more about recovery. So um, that's why everyone loves the season more than the pre-season. Yeah, the pre-season's cruel. I always see you guys back training and how many people are actually throwing up just because they're yeah. like, oh, it's my not God. Fun. It's not fun. Mm. No. Yeah. And how are you guys feeling? Because I'm trying to work out, um, obviously, social calendar. So you guys have finished, um, you know, topping the the ladder, which is absolutely amazing to get a a home final. Is that likely to be on the Friday or the Saturday? Yeah. So if we win um, win tomorrow, then and Collingwood lose, we'll actually end up finishing first, which would be pretty good. So um, one and two get a, t- a home final. So. Mm-hmm. I think that'll either be the Friday or the Saturday, but if we lose, we can actually go down to third or fourth, which will mean we'll have to travel. So, yeah. obviously, um, tomorrow's a, a, a very big game to, to see where we finish. Yeah. What are you guys doing that week off in between for finals? Is that extra training? No, nah, well, it used to be you get a four-day break, like a four-day break kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but this week, they've actually split it up over the over the week. So, we're Monday in, Tuesday off, Wednesday in, Thursday mm-hmm. off, just to kind of scatter it around but we get the weekend off which would be nice so most of us will probably go away and reset before we we attack the finals yeah nice. good stuff mm. all right well uh they're taking on st kilda tomorrow the gabba uh we've got tickets to give away so if you want to get your hands on those 13 10 60 uh give us a buzz right now before we let you go cam uh we're gonna quickly roll uh roll a tune and we're gonna play you uh, abby's vacation voices she's picked five celebrities Ooh. so someone can win 50 grand and I reckon there could be a Brisbane line in there. So we want to play it to you and see if you can hear hear one of your okay. teammates. Or maybe you okay. can hear yourself in there. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, would you know your own voice? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to listen to my podcast sometimes. <laughs> oh, you listen back to your own podcast, do you? <laughs> well, I, dro- I dropped an F-bomb on it a couple of weeks ago, so I had to make sure it was embarrassing. Oh, make sure they oh. made sure they cut it out. <laughs> yeah. It's PG. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, stand by. We'll play these voices to you, and you'll hear Cam's guesses. I want to get away. B105 50k. Fly away. Put yourself in the driver's seat with Brisbane Airport parking. Yeah. Book online today. BNE.com.au. It's going to be a huge game tomorrow night. The Brisbane Lions take on St Kilda's, the last game before finals, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting. And also Hipwood's 150th. Is that right, Camarena? Yes, that is right. Eric's 150th, which is super exciting. Yeah, it is. Were you the one who stuffed up one of your number games and you got all your family there and it was the wrong one? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was me. What what number was that again? That was for 100. Yeah, for 100, that's <laughs> I, right. I but got it was 50 games to practice to get better for my 150. Yeah, 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 yeah so right. he booked, yeah. he, uh, he calculated it all out and uh, had even treated the family to go and see it. He thought that it was going to be in Melbourne, I think, mm. I believe. And then uh, you didn't calculate the buy. Yeah, yeah that's right. And everyone um, got their flights to Melbourne, which <laughs> come from my 99th. Oh, well. <laughs> right. had, has your family moved up yet? Because originally from uh, Melbourne. Have yeah, they... mum's up. Mum's up. Dad's still in Melbourne, but mum's up and lives about... A stone's throw away from me, which is really, really nice. All so right. oh, good having her. Mm. Does she pop over? Does she just like randomly? She's just knock on the door. Uh, yeah, she does. I've, uh, <laughs> it's funny. She comes around to see the dogs all the time. So um, she loves puppies and, and comes around to see them. It's like everybody loves Camarena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, buddy. So the 50k voices. Uh, there's five celebrities, um, and. We were thinking, you know, Abs loves, Abs has picked them and she loves the Brisbane Lions. Mm. And surely, you know, you're all very close-knit group. You would mm. know if you heard a Brisbane Lion in there, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to play you the five voices. Um, you obviously can't win the $50,000, but you can help people listening here. Mm. Here we go. Oh, I didn't think that was part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> He's out. He's out. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Just want to clear that up. Okay. <laughs> here we go. B105. Fly. So we know that number one is Kelly Clarkson. Who do you think is number two? Gone with Ryan Gosling. Oh, good guess. It is a good guess. Mm. Number three? Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, God. Isn't she a great singer? She is. Yep. Number uh, four? Number four, I thought of someone that's in the news at the moment. I went Sam Kerr. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, good thinking, eh? Yeah. And number five? I'm not sure about this one, but I finished off with Russell Crowe. What okay. we do in life echoes in eternity. Yeah. So you don't hear any teammates in there? I think I would know. I think I really would. I thought the last one couldn't possibly be Dane Zorko, but then I've turned it into Russell Crowe. Right. Okay. <laughs> so they sound very similar. Very similar. Spain, does it? Is it? Yeah. B105. Okay. Away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Abby. Yeah. I mean... If he's revealed, um, do we even let him know? Because that would yeah, yeah, we, we got to say it. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm actually headless that I didn't pick Sam Kerr because that would have been a good one, but mm. she's not on the list. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no new voices. No I'm afraid. new voices. Great guesses though. They Russell really Crowe was born in New Zealand. He was. That's and I did true. say born in the same same city. City, so yeah. it would be Adelaide. Yeah. Mm. God, I hope one of your teammates is in there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Imagine <laughs> if it is, or we'll go on the end. Uh, you do I like us all. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I wasn't sure. Hmm. 
All right, well, uh, we are going to play again in an hour, right on 8.30. So if someone wants to throw Zorko in there as number five, they can have that guess. Hey, uh, good luck with the game on the weekend, buddy. Thanks for chatting this morning. Great to hear from you. No, thanks very much, guys. I'm sure I'll speak to you very soon. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Very sick book week is tomorrow. This isn't about you, darling. It's about the mums. It's about how good I am as a craftsman. You can't buy a book week costume these days. You have to stay at home and make it. My son came up to me and said, you know what, you are very lucky, Mum, and you're welcome. And I was like, why, what's going on? Because Wednesday he had to get like an education assessment and he didn't go to school. And he goes, did you plan it? Because that was book week day that I had to dress up. And I was like, oh, genius. Genius. I'm not a fan of book week. Mm. I get it. It's supposed to get kids involved with reading. Yeah, which is important. No, I, that's an absolute lie. It is to get you to buy expensive books out of that dumb Scholastic magazine. That's what Book Week is for. It is to bleed more money out of us as parents. Did you see where they tried to change that to the paper? Did you see it looked more like a newspaper? And then no one bought it, so they've had yeah, to go back. Yeah, go back. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. I, and I get it. It's a like, great oh, magazine. No, it's and it raises money for the school. Well, either way. It took my money. That's all Book Week does. Okay. Uh, but look, some people really love it. I've mm-hmm. got friends who love it and they get involved and they make a costume quite early. Mm-hmm. Um, but we thought, well, why don't we dress up as, you know, Book Week? Mm-hmm. So, Mum, Ash. Ash, our mum. She got so excited the first Show two mom. days, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, she did. bought the she costumes. Yeah. Then we went to school with nothing the next two days. I got over it. Oh, right. <laughs> like any parent. I, I did have another idea. I was going to get you both, um, you all, a sheet and put a hole in the top mm-hmm. and then you could be either a ghost or Charlotte's Web Ooh. and do like a spider mm-hmm. with the arms over the cloth. <laughs> yeah. spi- oh, I thought hey, you were going to send us as the web. I thought you were... Like, no, I saw one. I was like, easy book week costumes. I Googled it. And it was just to? a sheet with like texture on it. And I was like, bam, that's bam. my one. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> but this one today is really fun. Okay. okay. Do we all have the same? It's different, but it's a theme. Okay. All right. Okay. We've all got boxes. What are we now? Boy, my, oh. Is that cat in the hat? Am I bacon? Am I an egg? Oh, we're breakfast. <laughs> I'm bacon. You're an egg. And, and that is the colonel. Cat. Cat in the hat? Cat in the hat. What's with the theme then? I don't get the theme. It's Dr. Dr. Zeus. Zeus. Green, oh, eggs green eggs and ham. I love uh, it. Yes. Well done. Green eggs and ham. I am. Yes. Oh, I've even got a green. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah. We, um, we did chuck up on Facebook yesterday because the best thing about uh, Book Week costumes is they either hit the or they either miss massively. Yeah. Um, and so we did chuck them up. To see what the worst book week costume. I oh, see. So that's great. See this, and this could be one of them. Yes, the egg part is great, but she's just slapped on a piece of paper that says green. <laughs> like, there's no. That's that's as far as I thought. Went. So, have you guys got the comments there of some mm-hmm. of the worst um, book week costumes that a parent has sent their yeah, kid? Yeah, Amanda has said rock and roll. I had to wear a, a bread roll on my head, and my brother had to carry a huge rock around at the parade at school. <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll. That is so that's good. Brilliant. Um, Stephen from Greenslope said no because we didn't have it back then. Uh, Emma from um, Carrendale really says no because we didn't have it back then. Uh, Henry said no because we didn't have it back then. Thank you Who so much for your contributions. Oh. About 50 people on the comments. Oh, when okay. did it actually, because it wasn't, I only remember like one of them when I was at school. Mm, I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't around when I was a kid. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pinocchio and I had to <laughs> wear a toilet roll as a nose. <laughs> Imagine, yeah. was it just the toilet roll? Nothing else? Yeah, probably. <laughs> 
Uh, Christina said Cinderella, the poor one, complete with boot polish on my face. Remember, because she's got all the soot on her face. Oh. My, ch- my children in primary school, someone came with all the grey paint swatches and they were 50 shades of grey. Oh, oh, I love oh, it. Oh, oh. There are good. a lot of different types of grey, aren't they? <laughs> right. And they're like, wait a minute, what's your favourite part of the book? Yeah, exactly. Mom, let me read it. Let me read an excerpt for you oh. in front of the class. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's, that, that ain't in the Scholastic <laughs> magazine. You can't, no. can't be getting no. that one. I mean, no. there is a lot of what you were going to do, the sheet over the head with holes. And, mm-hmm. But honestly, the rock and roll is my Stab Abby and Matt on B105. A Brisbane real estate agent has been sacked over insensitive comments she made online about renters. Amy Marsh, she was the victim of vile attacks and was defending herself. There's been a horrible, um, I guess, ongoing argument between renters and landlords these mm. days and as a result of COVID and the you know shortages of uh, rental properties and it's sort of like everyone is not working nicely together. Yeah. And that's why this one has made headlines because um, Amy Marsh has been stood out down after comments that was made on a Facebook page. Um, she has said that uh, she was trolled online uh, but she said some comments basically saying that um, half of these people don't own their homes in Griffin. They are tenants. They probably earn 50k a year. Envious of me, I pay twice their wages in tax or probably pay their Centrelink wages. She was one of the top performing uh, real estate agents for this um, mm-hmm. agency and was also, I think, Employer of the Month in January. So we've got Amy on um, this morning. Rather than us make our own judgments on how the fight went or what happened, Amy Marsh is on. We'd love to hear your side of the story, Amy. Thank you. Um, Look, I guess when you're copying all the abuse that I was and the defamatory statements that were made, um, there were so many untrue things being said that I kind of had no option but to go into what I call defence mode. Mm -hmm. A lot of people seem to have a lot to say with no factual evidence to back it, and I'm super passionate about, one, my career, Mm -hmm. but two, defending myself against bullying and harassment. What? what, Why was there comments? Like, what was the situation? Was it on a community page and why were you attacked? Yeah, look, um, the post was an original post that I posted was about an auction result um, in the area. Um, The sellers had got $85,000 over the reserve price, which was a phenomenal um, achievement. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do with me. There were two buyers that were battling it out between each other, Um, obviously being the agent and being people in the area. They want to know these results. So it was posted publicly on the Griffin platform, which I do a lot of my business posts on the Mondays. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, that got people offside that feel that it's my fault that they can't get into the housing market because of the prices that things are selling for. Right. And then I started becoming the blame for fuel and, and groceries and everything mm-hmm. else. So, right. you know, the comments that were made were very targeted at me and, and very rude. Um, so that, so that's you fought back and you got, you got a yep. little too nasty when you did it. Look, the comments that you guys are seeing about the Centrelink and the mm. 50K and all that, that actually happened a year and a half ago. Yeah. That's actually something that has happened now Um, and that's what I'm saying like these people that have had an issue with me from you know that long ago with an original post have had a vendetta against me from day dot they've Mm. literally kept those screenshots and that's what they've used now to create some story and some narrative about me so So, those comments that you pasted posted that you said a year ago were you warned about those posts by the real estate agent that you work for yeah look it was addressed a year and a half ago um you know Bobby Green at Ray White, we had this conversation. He said, Ames, you know, you can't say that sort of stuff. And I said, yeah, look, it was out of line. I said, but I've never been in a situation where I've been defamed before Mm. to know how to deal with this. So we put some sort of conflict resolution, you know, training in place around all that. Yeah. And 
you know, unfortunately, it needed to be touched on more because I was a primary target for this sort of nonsense. I guess with what is going on, everyone has their own personal experience and that's what they offload when they go online and a lot of people are struggling and they can't get homes and they are going to blame someone. Whether it is anyone's fault, who knows, you know, mm. there's a lot to talk about with that and the complexity. But, like, yeah. do, you, do you regret just not clicking off or not logging off of the Facebook page and just walking away? Yeah, look, I, sometimes I wish I was big enough to walk away from that sort of stuff, mm. but, I mean... Look, there's a lot of history in my past and stuff that makes me who I am today. And I'm not going to apologise for having a backbone. Mm -hmm. I am going to say sorry to, obviously, Nationwide, who think that these comments were targeted as a generalisation, because it actually wasn't. It was only directed at those people on that community page that were making those nasty comments about me. Right. Are you able to work in the industry again, Amy? Yeah. Mm. Okay, so you've had job offers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I find this because I was just looking through while you were talking there uh, some of the articles that, that popped up o- online mm. everywhere. None of them state that those posts are from years ago. No, because that's not clickbait worthy. We wouldn't have no. clicked on it if it was. Mm. And that's what it is. There's a real thing of any story that's paying out a landlord or paying out a real estate, paying out renters, and people mm. are going to click on because people are suffering. Mm. Mm. I think yeah, look, the I- only comment that was recently made was the comment about I can't wait to sell their houses they rent. Mm-hmm. However, this, it was screenshotted prior. You the forgot actually- the hee hee part, though. You did say hee hee at the end of it. <laughs> no, I think it was an emoji, yeah. was it? No, there was hee hee. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay. Because I watched it on Channel 7 and the uh, bloody bloke yeah. doing the voiceover didn't say hee hee. It annoyed me. <laughs> what did you want him to do? Hee hee. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm a very banter type person as well, and it's really hard to read context on, you know, messages and stuff. So I guess, you know, anyone that doesn't know me can't read who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, But also like that, that comment was screenshotted prior me actually extending to it because when I actually read it back to myself and my sister called me and she's like, Amy, that, that comment, it doesn't sound, you know, right, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, shit, you're right. Mm. But there's, I mean, you got to realize like so many (laughs) people are renters. We've all been renters. Your sister is a renter as well. And you've rented before. before. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. I was in the exact same situation. And these are the comments that were missed on all the screenshots Mm. where I'd actually said, I'm sorry that you're so closed minded about this situation because I was actually in your situation four months ago before I also decided to buy and put myself in the market. So I actually referred all these people help and support and and brokers and stuff to call. But, you know, you don't see any of that out in the media and you don't see all the positive that I tried to do within that post. You only see what they want you to see. And, you know, as I said, that comment wasn't they didn't see the extended comment where it said, you know, then they'll actually be able to have a personal opinion of me because then in that situation where I'm selling the houses they rent, they'll actually get to meet me. Do you know what I mean? Then they can right. have an opinion of me. What, what do you want to say? We are, we are running out of time, but what do you want to say to yeah. the people? So people, I mean, there will be people still listening going, and I'm sorry to use the word, they will think that you're a bit of a bitch for, yep. for those comments. Um, yep. There are a couple of calls coming through. We're not going to put them on air because it'll just get nasty. nasty yeah. what, what do you want to say to those people who are renting who are like, you're just a real estate agent, grubby after money, you know, people who have that feeling? Yeah, look, I mean, everyone's going to categorise us as, as those type of people because, you know, in a situation of, you know, financial problems and stuff at the moment, those that are doing well are going to be the target audience. Like, that, that's quite common and that's normal and, you know, I, I deal with that. But, you know, at the end of the day, as I said, I'm sorry to the nation who actually think that it was a generalised comment because it actually wasn't. And if you actually saw all of the messages, you would understand that. But, you know, I'm not going to say sorry to those people that targeted me and spoke to me the, the way they did and think that they could get away with it. But I can't come back and defend myself. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Amy. Thanks for taking our call. We weren't sure whether you'd want to come on, but uh, we appreciate it. Thank you.
Stop, I'll be in my B105.